Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 1 Peter chapter 3 for Wednesday, June 29th. Wives, in the same way, be submissive to your husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her master. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives, and treat them with respect as the weaker partner, and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Finally, all of you, live in harmony with one another, be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble, do not repay evil with evil, or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. It is better, if it is God's will, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ died for sins once for all the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit, through whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison, who disobeyed long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In it only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. 1 Peter chapter 3. The verse I highlighted in this chapter is verse 15, which says again, But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have but do this with gentleness and respect. So when someone comes up and asks me why I believe the way I do or how I could be hopeful in situations that seem like there is no hope to be had, I should not be dumbfounded, but should be thinking about how I would answer that question. And you might be tempted to answer that question in a way that could seem judgmental or cutting to compare your own righteousness to their godlessness, and that is not helpful. You have to 
communicate in such a way that you're respecting and being gentle about their beliefs, knowing that it's not easy to take if you feel like someone's criticizing you at the same time as explaining themselves. In the beginning of this chapter, talks about the relationship between wives and husbands, and if you just look at one statement in one verse, um, you might come to the conclusion that it is um, just suppressing uh, the value of women. But when you take all of these verses as a whole, you see that it's actually a very, very good model for having generous and accommodating relationships and focusing on your character rather than your outward appearance or um, asserting your own will over that of others. In verse 1, when it talks about wives being submissive to your husbands, this verse is addressing wives directly. It's not talking to husbands and um, telling them that they you know, put their wives into submission. You know, the, uh, the following of Christ is about us putting down um, things that we may deserve in an effort to, to foster peace and being patient with others and generous with our time and resources, even loving our enemies. And um, that seems to be a, a very effective way to achieve peace, is to, uh, is to give the, um, the other side the benefit of the doubt and give them some slack and listen to their point of view. And that can do a lot to reduce tensions in a marriage relationship as well, when both husband and wife submit to God. Thank you for listening to The Voice.